Chapter Number Two of the Cave Twins. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Bison Feast. For hours, Granny and the children worked together to get a huge pile of fuel ready for a feast which they hoped to have at night. It was something like getting ready for Thanksgiving it is likely that old sabertooth will be having a feast too said granny he is as glad as any of us to see the bison come back maybe now he won't catch any bad children who stray too far into the wood you see the fierce sabertooth tiger was the beast they feared most of all but they always had to be on the watch for wolves and hyenas and for the dreadful cave bear as well there were wild horses too and elephants and mammoths and lions granny had to keep telling the children about these dangers just as our mothers tell us today to keep out of the way of trolley cars and steam engines and automobiles only trolley cars and steam engines don't run after us and stick their heads right into our front doors and try to eat us up as the wild creatures did in those days it seems to us now that no one could possibly have had any happiness in a world so full of dangers but you see granny and all the rest of the clan did not know that life could be any different just because there were so many dangers they grew brave to meet them and a brave man among dangers is far happier than a coward in a safe place so perhaps they had just as good a time living as we do after all by the time the children had gathered a heap of wood large enough to cook the biggest kind of a feast it was afternoon there was nothing in the cave to eat and they grew hungrier and hungrier but they were no signs of any hunters shadows began to gather in the woods now and then was a cry of some night bird or of a distant wolf these were lonely sounds firefly began to be discouraged suppose they shouldn't bring home any meat after all she said then we'll just have to go hungry said granny firetop laid his hand on his stomach and groaned men never complain of such things said granny firetop took his hand off his stomach at once and made believe he had just coughed a little you see the cave people taught their children to bear hunger and pain without making any fuss about it i tell you what we could do said granny if we had some water we could have a place to boil the meat already when the hunters come back who'll go for the water i'll go said firetop so will i said blackbird and i said square toes they were all boys robin and firefly were the only little girls in the clan get the guards and the pigskin and run along then said granny keep a sharp lookout for you know the wild beasts will be soon out for their night hunting firetop ran for the skin of the wild boar which was in the cave it was their water cask the other boys got guards with their holes cut in them to make dippers and then they were ready to start granny took three sticks of pine and laid the ends in the fire when they were burning well she gave one of them to each of the boys for a torch it isn't dark yet but you will be safe with these anyway she said as soon as the three boys had gone skipping and whooping down the path to the river granny and the girls set about getting a kettle ready they hollowed out a hole in the ground not far from the fire when it was deep enough they lined it with a heavy piece of hide 
they put stones around the edge of it to keep it in place then they gathered piles of small stones and threw them in the fire to get hot by the time all this was done the boys were back with the pigskin full of water granny poured it into the hollow dish in the ground it was almost dark and it seemed to the children that they could not wait another minute when they heard a welcome sound it was the noise of voices talking and laughing together they sprang to their feet and gave a whoop of joy it was answered by a shout from the path they are coming slowly and they are laughing they have meat cried granny she threw more wood on the fire up flew the flames laying the forest with a red glare sparks floated away over the very tree tops by its light they saw hawkeye and limberleg and all the other men and women of the clan toiling up the path the bigger boys were with them too and they were all loaded down with great chunks of bison meat the wary hunters dropped the bison skins in one place to be stretched and cured the next day the meat they threw down on the ground at the mouth of the cave and cranny and the other women began at once to cook it some of it they put in the fire to roast and some of it they put in the leather kettle in the ground then they poked the hot stones out of the fire into the water they kept taking the stones out of the water with the sticks as they grew cool and putting them back into the fire to get hot again in this way they soon got the water to boil the smell of the roasting and boiling meat was too much for firetop it made him so hungry that he couldn't wait he just snatched a piece of meat from the ground and ate it raw but he was ready to eat again when the meat was cooked and the real feast began then the great fire blazed and crackled outside the entrance and filled the cave with a warm red glow the whole clan gathered in the front of the cave near the fire hawkeye was the leader of the clan because he was the strongest man and the best hunter he was a large man with little sharp eyes and red hair which covered his breast and legs as well as his head around his neck was a string of bear's teeth there were four other men they were called eagle nose gray wolf big ear and long arm there were three other women besides limberleg and granny they were the wives of the men there were four big boys who were already hunting with the men and there were blackbird robin and square toes besides firetop and firefly these were all they were in the clan of the bear when the feast began the people all sat down in a circle all but granny granny stood up and handed out great chunks of meat to the others and kept the fire bright but she had a bone in her hand all the time and whenever she had a chance she gnawed at it there were no knives or forks or plates of course they all took their meat in their hands and just gnawed and gobbled as fast as they could nobody had any manners and not a single mother said have you washed your hands or don't take such large mouthfuls or you will choke yourself or anything like that there were some things about those days that must have been very pleasant after all for a long time they ate and said nothing you see food had been scarce for so many days that they had to make up for lost time but by and by when they were all stuffed full firetop rolled over onto the skin of a bear which was lying on the cave floor and said to his father tell us about the hunting who killed the meat and how was it you all came back together did you hunt in a pack like the wolves not just like the wolves said hawkeye laughing there were five of us after the bison the women went off to set snares for rabbits and the boys to hunt eggs along the bluffs up the river i felt in my bones that we should see the bison today 
so the men and i took our way toward the lowlands we knew they would come from that direction we followed the bluffs for a long way but found nothing we were beginning to think we should come home empty-handed when far away i heard bellowing then i saw a little black speck moving along the green valley two black specks moved beside it they were the leader and his two sentinels and behind them came the herd we saw the herd too cried firetop i saw them first said squaretoes i saw them just as quick as you shouted blackbird shut up said his mother and blackbird did fathers and mothers in those days used just such language as that even if the children didn't mind it once they were likely to get something worse than just language it wasn't a polite age at all we crept down the bluffs as quietly as snakes went on hawkeye when everybody was still again i was in the front when the leader of the herd got to our hiding place i sprang from the bushes and threw my spear with all my strength he gave a mighty roar he stood on his hind legs and thundered then big ears sprang forward and threw his spear the leader fell the herd broke and ran the sentinels could not control them then we ran toward them we killed two young cows with our axes the rest of the herd rushed past the leader and two cows were left behind the leader was old and tough we pulled out our spears and left him to the jackals and hyenas the two cows were small we skinned them and cut them into pieces and started for the cave at the foot of the path we met other people they were wary and had caught nothing when they saw us they laughed for joy we heard them cried firefly granny said you would bring meat she said so when we heard the laughing she said so when the herd passed by she thought that they had been frightened that is why we had the kettle ready granny is a wise old woman said hawkeye now get to bed every one of you the children scuttled away and threw themselves down on heaps of skins which lay about the cave and were soon sound asleep at least the others were asleep but for some reason firetop and firefly stayed away maybe they had eaten too much at any rate they lay in the corner on their own heap of skins and watched hawkeye and limberleg and granny and the others as they sat about in the cheerful glow of the fire nobody had said anything for a long time and the twins were beginning to feel quite sleepy when hawkeye spoke what he said made them sit up and listen with all their ears of course neither hawkeye nor limberleg thought for a moment that the twins were awake or listening grown-up people are often very stupid about such things anyway they were awake and they did listen and this is what they heard hawkeye said i'm going across the river tomorrow why are you going asked big ear i want to see what lies beyond the blue hills that the sun climbs over hawkeye answered but no one of our clan has ever gone across the river our hunting grounds have always been on this side said longar it is time one did go then said hawkeye game will be plentiful now everywhere but after the reindeer go there is a long time that we have little food we need to find new hunting grounds i am going to seek them then i am going too 
It was Limberleg who spoke. I can hunt. I can trap as well as anybody. And I can throw a spear as straight. I am not afraid. Granny will look after the children while we are gone. When we heard that, Firetop poked Firefly in the ribs. I'm going with them, he whispered. They'll never let you, Firefly whispered back. I'm going anyway, Firetop answered. Don't you tell. If you go, I am going, said Firefly. I can go as well as you can. Shh, said Firetop, for Granny was speaking. The river is wide and dangerous, she said. The current is swift, and who knows what monsters may be in it. I myself saw where I know there is wallowing in the mud only a few days ago. Some say they have seen a serpent as large as the trunk of a tree. We can go up the river until we find a shallower place to cross, said Hawkeye. I have killed a tiger and a rhinoceros and a cave bear in my time. We can take care of ourselves. When Limberleg heard him say, we, she knew that she was going, and she was glad. She was as brave as Hawkeye and almost as good a hunter. When they saw that Hawkeye had really made up his mind to go, nobody else said anything. They knew it would be a waste of words, and in those days there were fewer words to waste than we have now. We must start early, Hawkeye said to Limberleg. We will take one extra skin apiece and our axes and spears. Limberleg rose at once and went over to the corner of the cave where the twins were. The twins shut their eyes tight and pretended to be sound asleep. Firetop even snored a little. Limberleg spread the skins of two bears upon the cave floor and threw herself on one of them. Hawkeye went to the cave mouth, took a look at the stars, yawned, warmed himself at the fire, and then he too went to bed. The rest of the men and women found their own places in other shadowy corners of the cave, and soon... The whole clan of the bear was sound asleep. End of chapter 3